0: The corporate hamster wheel has conditioned us to believe that we can only make a living one way. I'm here to tear down the walls of what I call the corporate trap and remind you that you can indeed break out of the mold. Earning a living isn't one size fits all and I'm here to show you how. It's time to break the golden handcuffs and throw out that rule book. Tired of staying in your career because of everyone else's expectations? Frustrated by the curveballs life has thrown your way? Unsure of how to navigate the journey ahead? If you said yes, say hello to your new hangout. Welcome to the Reinvention Warrior Podcast. I'm your host, Susie Q. Just like you, I was desperate to leave my 16-year career while also navigating major life hurdles. Rather than be a victim, I faced my fears, created a plan, and took action. I overhauled my life and successfully left corporate. Now it's your turn. This is the place where your determination takes center stage. You'll learn strategies to navigate the chaos and your transformation will be unleashed. It's time to armor up ladies. We are warriors. Let's blaze our own path. When I was thinking about leaving my career that I had been building for so many years, I had been there for 16 years and worked my way through the ranks. As I thought about making that transition, it was extremely terrifying, but there was a little dash of excitement in there, you know, thinking of the possibilities and where this could go and how I could design my life after this job, after being there for so long. And as scary as it was, I actually hit a point where I literally had to give fear the middle finger. And that's why today's episode is labeled the way it is, because sometimes you just have to tell it to go away. You're not thinking about it. Here's the middle finger, and I know what's best for me. So with that, I faced it head on and I quit my job. And today, this is just a chance for me to give you a little bit of inspiration and just to ignite you to think completely different about the way you approach and look at your job and how you can reconsider what you can do as you transition out of it or do something differently. And on Monday's episode, in case if you didn't tune into that one, I did give you 10 ideas of ways that you can make money outside of the corporate box, right, of what we've been told we should be making money or how we should be making money. So, if you didn't tune in yet, I can link it down in the show notes or you can scroll down on your podcast player and go tune into that one after you listen to today. Today's gonna hype you up for that episode. But I just wanted to mention that in case if you wanted some solid ideas of what you could do. But I remember when I was sitting in my corporate job, and this was more so towards the end, like probably the last couple years. I just started dreading going into the office. There was so much doom and gloom in there and the behavior of people was really, you know, not a good thing. It just didn't feel good. It wasn't a good energy in there. And then there was so much politics. I am not a politic playing person. I don't pick favorites. I don't like, uh anything that has to do with lying or trying to cheat the system or trying to um, persuade people about things that are only for my best interest. And there was a lot of that going on that I could see in the background that not everyone was exposed to and it just really was inauthentic for me. I'm a person who bases everything on trust and honesty and that just did not sit or fit well for myself, my values, my personal beliefs. And so I struggled with that quite a bit. And then, you know, like, let's just think things of the corporate world or just any workplace. You know, usually it's like really dingy lighting and you get headaches from how terrible it is. Uh, There's no natural sunlight, you know, and then you got to pretend to play nice and, you know, be all smiley and sweet to everybody, and when really you're like, I hate your guts, or I just don't like you, or you're terrible at you know managing projects, and I hate to follow up constantly with you. Like that was one of the things I struggled with <laughs> uh, doing project management. You know, and then how many unnecessary meetings can we schedule in a day? Come on now, like do I have to babysit everybody? Do you have to babysit everybody? I, don't th- I think we're grown-ups here. Let's just all do our work. Let's agree to do the things that we were hired to do and move forward, right? Oh, and then let's talk about the bland emails and the who's going to point the finger at who and cast blame on everybody. Um, and then how many times are you know we just overextending ourselves for people that really don't value us? And here we are, head over heels, doing all the things, showing up in every single way, And yet, at the end of the day, they don't appreciate us. That's just deflating to me personally, and I'm assuming probably for you too. And this might be a little bit touchy, but, you know, I'm here to kind of go against the grain of things. But one of the things that I experienced as a woman was that my field at the time, and I think still today, hasn't changed much, but was very dominated by white men. And as a spicy Latina, you know, I did not enjoy talking about their golf outings and the things that they were so focused on and just doing things in a very, what I would consider male-centric, meaning that it was just like that vibe you get in a hospital, like it's very sanitary and just very plain Jane and this is the way we are. There's no emotion. We don't connect. And ego stroking, that is just not something that excites me and lights me up. And that was the environment or the sense that I got from leadership. And it was not, it was very off putting and, um, diversity was very minimal in certain areas and you could just see and sense it. And it was not exciting. It wasn't something that you looked forward to taking part in. So maybe you're in that same space too, or you feel that way about your workplace And then how many lame staff meetings can we have? You know, the people are not enjoying it. You see that you're pulling teeth. Something's got to give. Either you got to change up the style of the meetings or you got to stop them altogether. Like something's got to give. So they're just constantly pushing things that weren't not working. And then, you know, if you work in any sort of government type structure, you probably have like council meetings or board meetings and everything is driven by a political agenda and that's what makes your decisions, you know, and to me, that is not the way to do it. Like you have to do things based on the end goal of the agency and it's not just driven by politics. There's so much more that goes into it and for me, that was a huge struggle and just all those things looking at this entire list in front of me just really creates a lot of resistance for me personally. So I can only imagine if you're struggling with this. You know, can you relate to any of these things? I I assume you probably can because you're here. You're here listening to this episode. And I just want to take this moment to support you and to let you know that you are not the only one that feels that way. You are surrounded by other women and possibly men that feels the same exact way. And what I want to help you do is to untrain your brain, right? To help you realize that you can make a living in so many different ways. And you can give fear the middle finger and leave your job too, just like I did. You do not have to stick with where you're at. You don't have to be there forever and bound by the golden handcuffs. So the other side of this is that, okay, well, if I don't want to be in a corporate job, like is entrepreneurship the only other option? No, it's not the only other option. And that's what I want you to think about is that you can create such a variety of salaries, you know, or income ways of making money that you don't have to only think entrepreneurship is the only way. And that's my disclaimer to you, is that honestly, entrepreneurship is not for everyone. It is not made for every single person. It doesn't mean everyone can leave their nine-to-fives and just be entrepreneurs. I mean, maybe you can, but I don't think it's fitting for each and every one of us. And that's something that you have to decide what makes sense for you. But on the other hand... Maybe full-time entrepreneurship isn't what you want to do, but maybe you can get a part-time job that will give you the benefits that you're looking for, but you can also do things that will give you supplemental income that you can do separate to that part-time job. So don't... What I'm trying to help you recognize here is that we can look at things from a different perspective. It doesn't always have to be one-sided. And funny enough, today I was actually on a call with one of my friends who actually was one of my ex colleagues. And she was reading about how some authors can make a hefty living from writing books. And so, my question to you when it comes to that is what's preventing you from putting your work out there into the world? What's stopping you? You don't have to be an author, but you can use your skills to make money. And this week, I have an awesome announcement. I have officially published my book, and I am an author now. I am so over the moon for it. I am so excited, and it is literally... This is my workbook that is literally in my hands, and look, I want you to listen. That is my actual book in my hands. I have the proof right here, ready to review and approve, so I... I'm going to be publishing my first book. When I got that package in my mailbox, I literally had tears in my eyes because I couldn't believe that the hard work I've been putting in for months was actually here in my hand, staring me in my face. And it wasn't as extreme, but I would say it felt something like birthing a baby, right? Like it was my baby. It was truly such a heartfelt project for me to pull this together to create this workbook that is designed to help you build your roadmap to be able to leave your nine-to-five like that to me just feels so good and makes me realize what other women need that were in that spot that I was in it's just deeply personal to me and over the moon exciting And am I fearful of being judged? Is everyone going to love it? Is it going to be, you know, highly acquired and needed and wanted? I mean, those are all questions I'm asking myself. So am I scared? Absolutely. But guess what? I'm going to give fear the middle finger anyways, no matter what, because I am doing this not only for myself, but mainly for the women who are in that position, stuck and frustrated right where they're at. And I'm not saying that writing books is for everyone, right? But it's just another way to make money for those of us who enjoy writing. And most importantly, as I saw my career end, like the end of my career getting closer and closer, I just never felt that deep excitement and the heartfelt joy about the work that I was producing at that point. Were there great moments and projects? Absolutely. And I'm extremely grateful for that. But it just wasn't consistent in the end. And the bad started to outweigh the good. So if you can relate to any of those icky feelings while you're in your job right now, my question is what's stopping you from exploring the possibilities of your next chapter? Doing things when we're scared is not easy, but becomes necessary if it's important to us. That's the way I see it. Like we might be scared, but we have to do it anyways. We got to push through the resistance. And this right here, This is the Reinvention Warrior podcast. My mission literally is to empower you to grab the handlebars of change, stare fear in the face, and pave your new path forward. Like there is no two ways about it. This is the opportunity for you to take a look at what's going on, face it head on, and start to take the steps to make the change. Your reinvention is just on the other side of that fear. It's your turn to give it the middle finger. It doesn't mean that you're going to leave your job from one day to the next and be like, sayonara, here I go. But guess what? You can build your runway towards making that leap a reality. And it's exactly what I'm doing in the Corporate Exit Planning Mastermind, which FYI, if you didn't know, registration is closing this Friday. So if you want to save your seat, you need to hop in right now. And you can grab that um, link down in today's show notes. It is reinventionwarrior.com forward slash mastermind but it's exactly the formula that you need to build your roadmap. Through this experience, you're getting that exact plan that's going to help you with your own escape. And you're going to get the community along with my guidance and this awesome workbook that's in my hands. You are going to get that over a 10-week span. So just as I enjoyed my call with my friend today, reminiscing about what we don't miss from corporate and how our professional lives look so different. It felt great to remind myself of how different my life looked at that point versus how I'm making my life work for me now and how my paycheck looks now. I was blessed, no doubt, with a great salary, with benefits, but I was honestly miserable. Now I get to coach clients I consult for other agencies and this week I'm an author and in the fall I'm gonna have fun officiating volleyball. Like what a variety, right? How fun and different is that compared to showing up to a nine to five where I just wasn't feeling it? I love the variety and truly show up excited every single day to do the work that I'm doing. And I've diversified my income doing the things that actually light me up and bring me joy And put a huge smile to my face. I know you can't see me, but if you could, I am smiling ear to ear. How does that sound for you? How would it feel if you didn't feel dread going to work every single day? Or if you had the Sunday blues? As you sit there, hopefully, I hope, not in your gray cubicle, but if you are, I understand. I used to listen to podcasts when I was working, too. And it was the inspiration that got me to take action and move forward. But I want to remind you that this is possible for you too. You don't have to stay in that cubicle anymore. There's no need for you to struggle and to keep wishing and to do it alone or to feel like there's no opportunity or no possibility of making this happen. And there's no more need for you to keep hiding how you really feel about your job. This space here is safe and I want to invite you in it. I want you to lean into the discomfort that you're probably feeling right now and take one step towards your desire. Come and join this mastermind. Do something that scares you but also ignites you because once you get the ball rolling, there will be no stopping you. I promise you that because once we get momentum going, it just continues forward jump into this group coaching experience before the doors close on Friday because we are kicking off on June 14th. So come on, Warrior, it's time to make this happen for yourself right now. Was there a golden nugget or two that made you instantly think of a friend or loved one who could use some inspiration? If you've ever had someone text you something that made them think of you, it puts the biggest smile on your face, doesn't it? if you can share this episode with one person imagine the ripple effect we can have together let's collectively bring all the warriors in our lives to create a reinvention revolution if you enjoyed today's episode it would mean the world to me if you could leave me a five star rating and review over on itunes it only takes you about 60 seconds to let me know what you think and what you want to hear more of i'm pouring my heart into bringing you this content and your review goes a long way. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll see you on the next one.